1: This is the Big Biz Show. What's so funny about investing money, you ask? Play ball. The Big Biz Show with Russ and Sully hope to answer that. Top rated insightful financial analysis. If you are looking for insightful financial perspective on key market strategies, keep looking. I told you, this is the Big Biz Show. Hello? This. Is Russ
2: and Sully We're live from the Locker Hunter Studios oh in sunny San Diego, California? There's Big Big shows up here. Great to have you all. We're talking about uh, our uh, wow. so our Emperor Gavin Newsom's uh, Thanksgiving insanity, Thanksgiving protocol mm-hmm. that says that in California only three households can enjoy can participate in one celebration. Yep. Individuals have to wear masks and remain six feet apart while eating. Drinking. While eating, drinking,
3: no singing, no shouting. And well, if ch- you're going to, my, if you're with my family, chanting is there's in there both too. going on. Yeah, it's, it's Thanksgiving. There's yeah. drinking, singing, yeah. chanting, and shouting are yeah. on the list.
2: Yeah, so the, yeah, the list is insane. Uh, two hours together maximum. Right. Masks on while not eating. You can use the bathroom if the bathroom is sanitized. Of course. And you have to wear your mask while
3: you're going to the bathroom. This ain't a restaurant, th- and it's my house, dude. I thought putting the seat down was a big enough responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. No, it, it, it's, it's, uh,
2: and, and, uh, yeah, it's, you know, Rob Schneider. Well, a lot of celebrities have to, you know, this, first of all, this is blowing up in his face. Okay. The There's already lawsuits being filed against it. The fact that he's going for constitution constitutional, you know, our right, overlord. Well, it's just Yeah, he's you know he's really good. So you realize so I I, you know, I'm an independent. I'm not a huge Trump fan, although I'm a Trump supporter. Good. Um because of the because of his what he's done with the economy and he's not a politician. I like that. Joe Biden's had 43 years to do it, and I'm a little afraid of having Kamala Harris as our president, which is exactly what's going to happen because he ain't going to make it past 2022. Yeah. But um, I will say that, that if Joe Biden wins the presidency, all of this goes away. You realize that? It all goes away. Disappears. Oh, no. Suddenly, they don't want the economy shut down. We have the greatest. You realize if Joe Biden gets elected, coronavirus starts fading on, February, on November 4th. Right. If Donald Trump gets elected, you realize there's going to be just more. of This is their new Russia collusion. They're going to try to. And the reason is, is the agenda is keep the economy down while in in the name of keeping us safe.
3: Yeah.
2: And at the end of the day, you can say things like he's the only president that's gone into office with more unemployed than when he started. And and it's completely out of context. But but this Gavin Newsom character, and I know there's some (sighs) other governors. But man, this isn't just divided. This this that's
3: scared. Me. He's a breath of bad so air. So we're
2: going to have we're going to have Tom Del Beccaro on with us, who is an attorney. I actually called Tom yesterday and said, "I want to lo- file a lawsuit against Gavin Newsom mm-hmm. for
3: that nonsense." Mm-hmm. Because you can't tell us what we can do inside your house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you can And who would who would uh, patrol you? like your aunt, you know, what you go I'm, sorry, I'm sure he's got um, um, Oh, yeah,
2: Bobby they're, they're passed the towels. potatoes you 4 know feet. You know there's neighbors there's Oh, there's there's four. There's definitely four households over there. I
3: heard chanting, singing, yes. and I believe <laughs> you know. some yodeling. Uh, yes. So, so just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, there's yeah. Definitely, but definitely yodeling. I heard them. Here's say, my it issue: has is that
2: you, when you're seeing the markets do what they're doing yeah. today, and listen, that's part of it. The other part of it. Is that we are dying for stimulus in this country? Mm-hmm. Um, the market's been propped up by stimulus. You got 136 companies reporting earnings this week, and we had a big record in coronavirus cases. For that reason, the Dow Jones down as much as 800 points Monday. S and P down 78 points. That's two and a half percent. Nasdaq down 250 points. Still NASDAQ's trading 11,300. And gold uh, gold contracts are down slightly, but gold mm. is becoming more in fashion again as it stares down the barrel of 2,000. To talk about that, our good friend Trey Wasser, the CEO of Ely Gold Royalties, uh, they are publicly traded under the stock symbol ELY up in Canada and ELYGF here in the States. So you can go to ElyGoldInc.com. Uh, Trey, I'm gonna let you just take it away here because with all your years in investment banking and venture capital, as well as corporate finance and and and, and commodities like gold, um, boy, this volatility is raining. And if you if you add that to the amount of money we've printed, um, I would say you're in a pretty good spot in a pretty good industry right now, sir.
1: Well, yeah, we think so, Sully. Uh, and uh, thanks for having me on today. Yeah, it's great, to have uh, you. Great, uh, great prelude here to, uh, to to talking about gold. Uh, uh, your your Thanksgiving rant. Yeah, uh, exactly. It, uh, it it clearly is a a, a tale of two uh, countries out there right now. I'm uh, uh, you know I'm I'm here in Texas and uh, uh, the the only mask the last time we saw a mask it was on the Lone Ranger.
2: Hey, <laughs> hey everybody! Oh, what a great look at he did! <laughs> I love that. Stuff. I'm using it. This, but, so in Texas. So it's, I haven't asked my daughter's in Austin going yeah. to med school there, and and um, I have not asked her. But is Texas was having a hard time for a while, but is Texas on the mend or or what's going on there?
1: Oh, I think things are are think kind of spiking here too, from what I hear, and uh, I think I heard El Paso is having a, a bit of an issue uh, with the hospitals filling up. So no, I I think we're getting our share like everybody else here. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's. You know, happening worldwide, and uh, it was predicted that uh, come fall we'd have another uh, spike here, and it seems to be just kind of rolling, rolling spikes sure. until we get a uh, until we get a vaccine. What but does that do? The, de- the deaths are way down. What
2: does that do for guys like you, though, in the gold business? You know, I mean, obviously, you're in an acquisition mode where you're you're higher on the food chain for gold. But still, gold is such an important part of, of any investor's asset allocation. It performs very well uh, in time of, of economic turmoil like we're seeing right now. It, it, terms, it, it performs well during high inflation, dollar weakness. Talk about what this time is. I mean, you, you sort of nailed it. You were sort of, I've called you the oracle before. You, when we first started talking a couple of years ago, you sort of predicted this stuff. But all of these other outside noises are, are kind of playing into gold's favor again, are they not? Well,
1: I think, you know, to, to stay on the, uh, on the uh, China virus, it's, uh, uh, it's the stimulus, you know, that, uh, that printing of money is, uh, is really uh, putting a bid behind the gold market.
2: So the lack of stimulus, Trey, is causing the volatility of the market right now. Or, well, there's a lot of things. Yeah. That's one of the things that's dragging down the Dow, particularly today is, yep, we're still talking about stimulus, probably not going to get it happen before the election, uh, so on and so forth. It's kind of a double-edged sword, though, isn't it? Because it's it's an inflationary uh, uh, catalyst, but it's also this economy and this stock market is loving stimulus. Does that that kind of line up with the the way things are looking for the future here? Because without stimulus, I think it's only going to help gold.
1: Well, the stimulus will come uh, after the election, no matter who who gets elected, there'll be additional stimulus. Uh, right now, uh, I think, oh, last time I was on, I think we showed the chart of the uh, the money supply, which yeah. is spiked, uh, uh, you oh, know, which yeah. is really the true uh, uh, indicator of, of where that money is. Right. And uh, you can see going back to 1943, we've never seen anything like this. So. Boy. Uh, The money is, the stimulus is there in the market uh, and there's more to come.
2: You know, so what we're looking at here, and our audience has seen this in the past, but where you see the dark black jagged line, that is the amount of money that is flowing into the, economy. that's money supply into our economy. And the red jagged line is the rate of inflation uh, that follows right after. So you dump money into the economy, inflation follows every single time. Look at 70, look at 80, Uh, uh, even even, uh, 2008 uh it happened but you know right now we have very low inflation very low money supply but look at where the money supply is now uh it is at an all-time
3: high and
2: now what now you've got a couple of other of of other issues that we talked about last time trey one of the one of the facts is that um we have demand is lower just because of covid right now but that's not really going to matter we're going to see inflation one way or the other aren't we
1: (laughs) well the inflation is already starting to happen in the raw materials uh uh, prices are going up uh, for homes and uh, uh, everything that goes into building a home right now. Uh, part of that is because of the uh, you know some parts of the country being shut down and and supplies, but it's it's basically you're you're just seeing uh, way too much money out there chasing right. too few goods. Yeah, I
2: agree. Talk about uh, what you guys are what's what's Ely Gold Royalties doing uh, with respect to planning for 2021, sir.
1: Well, we're continuing to purchase royalties. We're seeing a lot of activity because of these higher gold prices. Uh, we're seeing a lot of activity in Nevada with new companies wanting to come in and explore and, and bought purchase properties from us uh, where we then cut, retain a royalty. And uh, we're also seeing uh, a lot of activity on royalties being put up for sale. Uh, so it's uh, it's a great market for us right now. and. Uh, uh, a perfect storm for the gold market.
2: Okay, and, and and obviously, I want to keep we want to keep in uh, in touch with you this week because we're you know we're but eight days away from the election and yeah and I want to see Maybe how we'll... how gold I th- I think we're going to rally here towards the well, end of the week. Thank you, Trey. Appreciate it, Trey Wasser. He, w- G- he buys gold. He, what are you doing? Like? I buy gold mines. Yeah, that's what he does for a living. That's exactly how he plays. I I don't
3: know any other used gold mine salesperson.
2: He's a used <laughs> gold mine salesperson. <laughs> That has kind of a good ring to it. All right, I'll take a gold mic. All right. How about decentralized healthcare? You know what that means? Not, not the center, zone. No. It's a good thing. <laughs> we're going to talk to Rob Maticoni. He's the CEO and board chairman of Novo Integrated. And we're going to have Tom Del Vaccaro, the author of this book right here. Oh. He'll be fired up. Big biz, stand by
1: voted ben bernanke sexiest fed chairman ever it's sully and russ on the big biz show
2: bigbizshow.com big great for everyone today thanks again to trey washington CEO of Illegal Royalties. Our gold experts, our used gold mining. You realize that when we first started talking to him, yeah, he said that uh, gold would be close to 2,000 by the election. The, we started talking when gold was 14.50. We're That's close right percent. now, aren't we? 1908, something. Like that. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. In fact, uh, before we get to our next guest, real quickly, let's get to the charts. Dow Jones, Nasdaq, S and P, all reeling today. From a lack of stimulus, as well as an increase in coronavirus cases, and I think if you look at any of the charts of the Dow and Nasdaq the S&P, you're going to see that we have some room to pull back. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, and, and obviously, you know, with respect to uh, what we're looking at here on the Dow, we're trading right at the 50-day moving average, right at the two-week moving average. So uh, we are fairly valued here, but it's good that we're going sideways. This is creating support and resistance. Just hop over to the NASDAQ real quick for me, would you guys? And we all need and, uh, support. And we, if we look at the NASDAQ, you're going to see a very similar uh, arrangement here. NASDAQ. There we go. Well, I don't know. I guess not. We got it. Um, but, but the long story short is uh, consolidation is a very good thing. In fact, there's that. Uh, uh, that's a 10-year chart or something. Ah, forget that. You know, I heard um, the Biden
3: man say uh, something, yeah. yelled out, they, they, they shorted. Like, you know. Well, well, they... they or something like that yeah, about well, Wall the, got a the advanced, market, uh, something about the corona. Chinese the market virus. bet
2: against a number of things, but, yeah. you know, that's what happens. Hey, uh, our good friend Rob Matticchione, he's the CEO Here and board are. chairman of a company called Novo Integrated. They are publicly traded under the stock symbol N-V-O-S. If you want more information on their company, uh, you can go to NovoIntegrated.com. And let's talk about decentralized health. We had such a great response last time he was on the air. I wanted to bring him back. I want to start following this company on a regular basis. Rob, how are you, sir? Good. Good to
5: see you, man. I'm good. A happy Monday to uh, the both of you guys. Yeah, How are you it's, doing?
2: it's a little volatile out there in, on Wall Street today. So let's talk about uh, some good stuff that's going to be happening in our world here coming up. Can you give our listeners and our TV viewers one more time an overview of what you guys do? Because this is all about decentralized healthcare, and I think you you, you're, you can describe it better than anyone.
5: Absolutely. Uh, again, you know, we are focused on decentralized healthcare in non-catastrophic uh, capacities, uh, but with a connected consistency to how we execute on that healthcare.
2: So Rob, what exactly, when you say decentralized healthcare, what do you mean exactly?
5: Well, you know, we, uh, we built, uh, and when I say we, the general movement of society, had to deal with one area, one concise brainchild to deliver healthcare. And what we wanna go back to is what it was in the onset, where healthcare was delivered to your home, and more personalized. And the advent of technology allows that to happen, whether it's in micro clinics, whether it's in just small community-based atmospheres. I think that what you're seeing today with the volatility in the market, uh, a lot of it has to do with, as you said, the spike in COVID. And I think that would have been addressed quite nicely with a decentralized uh, philosophy.
2: Rob, how, how reliable is uh, assessing someone's health condition through a computer or remotely, in your opinion?
5: I think, uh, you know, we don't want to make anything absolute and say that it's it's absolute certain the diagnosis that you receive from it. But it's a fantastic first step and it's a screening mechanism that then can stream into a more focused approach if we get the results that we're more concerned about. Um, And, you know, no one wants to replace conventional medicine, but we do need to do something.
3: I would miss that turn your head and cough moment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but Rob but Rob what you're also talking about is not just biotechnology but medical technology, correct?
5: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it goes from hardware applications and you know, if we want to step away from our let's call it a multidisciplinary primary healthcare feature, even catastrophic the advancement of robotics for surgeries and things like that. If we fail to embrace technology in one segment of our lives, Whereas we embrace it in every other, I think we're falling short on the the, the whole methodology behind technology in general.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think a piece of this, uh, you know, when you think in terms of what happened uh, during COVID, you know, obviously this took us all by surprise. And going forward, I think what you're going to see uh, is a push for preventative solutions. You yeah. know, once, there's a, 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 once there is a vaccine, you're going to see a real push for people with pre-existing conditions to get ahead of it, right? Don't, don't you think, Rob, that's where you guys are gonna be sort of shining, correct?
5: Yeah, so the, I think you hit it bang on the, on the, the, the nail there, the head of the nail. Um, it's not so much about reactive medicine. At that point, it's almost too late, so we have to fix things. And we call it health repair. We're talking about healthcare, which, you know, stems for it actually encompasses a, a broader scheme of things from, you know, mind, body, and soul, and everything in between. So you're right. Preventative is the answer. As you even see today with with the COVID situation, those that are better uh, conditioned from a health perspective just treated essentially as a really bad flu.
2: Hey, Rob, you've been in the healthcare services business for many, many years. By the way, Rob Mattacchione is our guest. He's a CEO and board chairman of a company called Novo uh, Integrated, and they are publicly trained out of the stock symbol NVOS. You can see their website there for our television mm-hmm. audience, for our radio audience, it's very simple. Just go to NovoIntegrated.com. Uh, what, what's, what's next for you guys towards the end of the year and then again in, for 2021? Uh, because you are at the tip of the spear what everyone's talking about, and that's healthcare
5: yeah we' we're, uh, we're focused heavily on uh, you know patient control of healthcare through technology, in other words, we're heavy into development of the things we like to call patient portals where the various stakeholders can participate in sharing data, and the patient the patient themselves actually own that data, control it, and navigate through it, and select what stakeholders they want in what areas of their treatment and in their preventative care as well okay and and, and
2: I think uh, you know a piece of this uh, is we ought to talk about how the pandemic has highlighted um, your business model. Talk about that, mm. because as grotesque as it is to say, yeah. some businesses have benefited from COVID. Let, think well, think Zoom, for example. Right. You know, think Accidentally. Co- and, and think companies. Well, look at, the, the companies have to step up in times like this, and you're one of them that did. Talk about how this has played into your business model a little bit, Rod.
5: Yeah, thank you. So from our perspective, we were able to capitalize on finally the acceptance of technology. Um, And, you know, so what we shifted to was that home first platform uh, through virtual physio, virtual everything, really. Uh, And it, it was further emphasized in that you saw the responses generally by you know, governments and and healthcare community in general that they didn't want you staying in hospitals, you know, unless it was absolutely necessary. Uh, And so finally, 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 after years of preaching, we were able to prove that uh, healthcare starts at home and in these micro environments. So our, our clinics really thrived once we were able to turn them back on. Our elder care platform, which stayed essential through the entire process. Uh, proved itself through through some virtual pieces as well. So yeah, we we, we embraced it. It uh, it finally came of age uh, in terms of acceptance from both sides of the spectrum, both patients and practitioners. Because in the end, you need buy-in from both sides of, of that healthcare, uh, you know, uh, ecosystem.
2: And last of all, just real quickly, about 30 seconds left, Rob, the adoptability is is the is the adoption of of what you're what you're really endorsing here. Is it is it getting easier as time goes on?
5: Oh, absolutely, Sully. We see that clearly. That you know, as I said, patients are accepting it, and you know, once the consumer or the patient demands it, everyone has to follow suit. Very good, Rob
2: Maddockione, buddy. Can't believe. I can't. Can't wait for you to come in, in studio with us and hang out. And of course, we'll be talking to you later in the week. Rob Maddockione mm. uh, is his name, and of course, uh, the name of the company is Novo Integrated. Okay. So, from gold mm. to healthcare. Now we got to talk about. I have to. I just. This Thanksgiving thing. Last week, last year, we were talking about Thanksgiving dinner pants and making videos and having fun. This year, it's like, you can't have your own family member no
0: inside singing? of your house without I
3: don't know. no belching.
0: Are you kidding? No belching? <laughs>
1: They voted Ben Bernanke Sexiest Fed Chairman Ever It's Sully and Russ On the Big Biz Show
3: Hey, hey, Big Biz Show hey. Your favorite topic's about to come on the table I not know how it's said Sitting up straight and I shampooed I even
6: put on cologne for this game. You should be the spokesperson. Odium, I can smell it. Smells pretty good. Yeah. Like yeah. It Smells like cannabis. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Burgundy. You know, I do love that smell.
3: There are there are certain you know scents that uh, you
6: know from my past, but how long in
3: your past? Like hour? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I that you're, I'm I'm on the third anniversary of my 21st birthday, so yeah, that that's a choice. But there are good good aromas tied to the cannabis.
2: Uh, Mark Adams is in studio once again. We had such a great time with him last week, and I, I fear that you're going to have to be here a lot because uh, you're popular <laughs> yeah. with the audience as well. Jackson Convectium is the name of the company. They are publicly traded under the stock symbol J.K.S.M. Solving Problems in Cannabis. uh, Convectium.com. Let's go back, because I I got a lot of email last time you were on, uh, because of kind of how you you guys have, you've gone from the financial services industry into the cannabis business. In the middle of where you saw a pre-peak in Canada, Mm to it going out of favor very right. quickly. And one of the reasons was that Canada wouldn't allow any marketing to go on at the same right. time. And that was and that was a big difference. When the U.S. finally comes around to federally um, mandating uh, the cannabis, do you think they will learn the lessons? Because this all comes down to a
6: money grab for governments. It comes down to right. taxes, right? How, right? how do you feel this is gonna play out here? I think they will have a, you know, learning from what happened in Canada and learning state by state. I kind of look at state by state. You know, the new states coming on, the Illinois, Michigans, hopefully New Jersey in two weeks and some other large states are all getting better and better. Yeah. So they understand what the pitfalls are, what the right um, things to do to, to uh, create no, uh, create the right tax reforms sure. and other things. You learn as you go along. I think we'll learn a lot from Canada, yeah. the US will, and they'll have a better system going forward. It won't be perfect, yeah. it never is, no. but if you know if you look at, I try to, again, we talked about alcohol before, look at alcohol and what they did. It'll take a while to get it right, eh. but as every, every state goes on, every state gets better and better. And
3: as every state signs on and gets with the program finally, um, does that lessen the severity of a crime in a state that doesn't legalize it, like Georgia or something. It doesn't really. Former to be San here. Diego Padre. That states are states. Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah. No, a, uh, one of our San
6: Diego Padres just got arrested for a marijuana violation right. in, in Georgia. And he's probably used to sitting here in California. Just go what? Yeah, that's a that's a problem, and it still is state by state. They actually, some of the legal states <laughs> have uh, the illegal states have people waiting across the border. So if you go and go to a dispensary, say in Michigan or Illinois, and you're coming across the border into another state, yeah. They can wait for you because people can load up on things that are illegal in one state, and they'll wait for you. We just do so that with fireworks because they want their revenue too. Yeah, exactly. Same with fireworks, but, but yeah. they, they want to get their revenue too. So the right. they get they get revenue from arresting people. And so just to giving court, the cop maybe and 50, which is like, like, we'll yeah, getting 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 a warrant. So yeah. it's it's uh it's it's still the the Wild West, no yeah. matter where it is. Right. But uh, I'm hoping in the next you know four or five years you see federal. Uh, yeah. Mark, have, have things the regulatory up. challenges diminished in your mind
2: or have they increased in the last, uh, let's say six to 12 months? Because it looked like things were easing up right before the beginning of the year, like things were coming around again. And yeah. then, if, then, then of course, hashtag
6: cause COVID, right? Yeah, I think uh, hmm. it's actually, it depends where you are state by state. Um, you know, the guys who did it right were Colorado. They were the kind of the wild west. They were it, the first though, correct? They were the first and they let all these illegal dispensaries grow, and they've come in over the last two, three years and really regulated the. Yeah. California's kind of going through that now. Yeah. Um. So you're seeing it, it lessen up in, in the new new places, but people get it. They understand. You know, if you do your studies and you have the right people and understand how to run these type of things yeah. and how the operations work, dispensaries, for instance, that's a big thing. So I think it's you know it depends what it the Administration again. I'm not political. But I'm not but, gonna, but wait oh, a no, second no, though. But, but
2: I'm 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 going to argue that unlike uh, past past elections i think either party is being forced by by the citizenry to pass cannabis laws. Yeah. I don't think it's just a foregone
6: conclusion anymore that if Republicans get into the administration, that it's not gonna be easy. No, I, I think either way, it's heading in that direction. I agree, and yeah. I think that, you know, the tax revenue is what we just went through. We talked about the increase of money supply, yeah. the printing money to try to obviate what happened with COVID. <laughs> right. sure. It's gonna create a thing on both sides. So I think it's gonna be a catalyst. I'm interested to see over the next two weeks before we hit the elections, what's actually said and what heats up and what doesn't. Sure. Yeah. Because for us, we only know that there's five states voting. Right. That's what we're trying to focus on, and we're trying to focus our marketing to those states where we think is going to come in.
3: Five that. states are voting on this election on legalizing legalizing cannabis? marijuana. Yeah, yeah. cannabis. Yeah. Shit. Let's talk
6: about you guys. What, what are you guys
2: focusing on right now? What do you what, what, talk about value play for the customers?
6: I think the the big thing we're focused on now is talking to existing customers and focus on the big guys, the multi state operators, sure. and talking about how COVID has affected them right. and why it's important to automate. Well, we go into the big guys and say you need to automate. It's worth spending the capital equipment, the dollars for capital equipment today to automate. Versus having the the risk of having again uh, 15 people in the back room oh, doing yeah. things by hand. You need to automate your equipment in this industry.
2: And let's remind folks what you guys do because yeah. you
6: guys are t- you guys are the top of the food chain here. Talk right. about what you guys. Do. So we do. We make equipment that uh, fills and caps um, cannabis uh, vape cartridges. We also have equipment that um, rolls joints. Uh, our joints, we can roll 15, 1500 an hour. So rather than... us tell Russ to, can do that? <laughs> I challenge you to a roll-off. Russ has got that yeah, down. Yeah, a lot of guys in the back room rolling. So, yeah, they, yeah. you know, we can prove an ROI on the equipment side for these guys. Yeah. Um, the, the problem they've had is a lot of the capital coming into this market for a lot of the cannabis producers dried up. So they now have to, it's a real big decision for these guys. Am I gonna spend the money to automate this thing the backside? So yeah. COVID's helped that uh, and also automating improving proving ROI for them will help as well. Yeah, I think
2: I mean, what, what's interesting is the COVID-19 affecting the industry. And you guys, is, I think it's going to end up propelling you guys at the end of the day. It's actually going to end it's up. Helped, I, mean, yeah. I mean, it's a it's it's a it's a grotesque way to think about it, but it's going
6: to it's going to help your company. It's been a catalyst. You know, people staying at home smoking weed, yeah. not going to bars. You know, it's it's done. It's actually created an uplift for the alcohol business and the marijuana business. Yeah. That's not to happened, mention uh, Grateful Dead album sales. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's home <laughs> getting stoned for one reason or they'll listen to Whatever they can.
3: So it's those, not, that's it's called a good
2: vertical thing for integration,
3: Russ. <laughs> yeah. that's that's, that's, that's ver- those are those are.
2: <laughs> Bringing music Marcus. and weed and everything I'm else together, kid. and T-shirts <laughs> and everything else. Is there is so you know we live in California, you live in California. Yep. You've seen the story here in California for many. Th- this is almost an oh by the way story for all of us. Mm-hmm. We've seen this for so long. What is it like in places like Montana? What is it like in places like Kentucky? Because those are two of the five states. Right. New York's another one. Uh, right. I think Arizona's another one. I can't remember the, the, the fifth one. But long story short is is. Uh, is there the political will like there what California had the most political will of anyone next right. to Colorado
6: right same, same same exists for these five states? What do you need if the dispensaries to open? You need a way to get to the end consumer right and Canada was obviously late and you know I think it was one dispensary for every 1200 miles. Well, it sort of also like felt wow. like
2: Canada did it to get everyone off their back, but they didn't right. take it all. They said, well, we legalized it, but then they didn't, didn't take they, it. They seriously. took it to the three
6: yard line. Right. Right.
2: So the, the problem <laughs> is getting
6: the dispensaries license, getting them up and running, getting them mandated and getting the supply in there. It takes time. The ones who are focused on it. I think the whole COVID thing pushed it. Yeah. Now people now need tax revenues all these revenue all, all these taxes and extra unemployment money the states are now paying need to yeah. be made up in one way or another they'll still push them to say i need this dispensary. we're not going to wait 6 months it's going to be a month do you remember the tax, so there was a, the,
2: i think there was 700 million in taxes overall for the first couple years in in colorado mm-hmm. the era oregon came out and it was a little bit of a a little bit of a sputter but ended up catching up is there is, is there now a percentage benefit that are people look our governments looking at actually look at this is a this is an automatic it's It's automatic right. money on the top of the bathtub mm-hmm. without any holes at the bottom of the bathtub to fill up. It's, it's got to be a no-brainer. It's, it's much better fiscal. for
6: them again, it's it's controlling the dispensaries, the distribution, and the companies that are in there. Mm-hmm. But California had a big problem because. It was grown here it was a biggest growth state in the country yeah. So you had the black market here was much bigger than everywhere else they still grow at black market here and distribute it throughout the country yeah so those other states don't <laughs> grow it as much so they don't have the same issues as California yeah. does with the black market and again they're learning what, what what happened you can learn from past mistakes you study what happened in Colorado yeah. what you what happened in California and again the new states coming on are much better and than
3: they, they are there. Mississippi and uh, South Dakota right Montana when so. we come
2: back I'm want to talk about, because in some Jersey. industries, Jersey. black market sales of illegal whatever hmm. helps uh, legal sales. And I, and I'm going to ask I'm ask Mark about that. Come on, Mark, stay right there. Mark Adams is his name. He is the CEO of Convectium, Jackson Convectium, if you want to be very clear about how to find you go to convectium.com by the way jksm is their stock symbol He's in
3: studio here.
2: we're talking about the growth drivers of their business and how you can find out more information it is a big biz show russ and sally russ is funny.com because russ
3: is fat and is i don't like people
2: Sully Entertainment Group, LLC, Loft 100 Studios, The Big Biz Show, our television and radio network affiliates, our sponsors, and our hosts are not registered investment advisors, nor are they broker dealers. As a regular part of our programming, we profile selected publicly traded and privately held companies. We make no commitment that the purchase of securities of these companies profiled or otherwise mentioned in our programming are suitable or advisable for any person or that an investment in such securities will be profitable in general. Given the nature of the companies that are profiled and on-air with us and the lack of an active trading market for their securities, investing in these companies is highly speculative and carries a high degree of risk. Most of these companies that we profile have provided compensation to Sully Entertainment Group, LLC, Loft 100 Studios, and its hosts
4: you. Mm-hmm.
2: Sully Entertainment Group, LLC, Loft 100 Studios, The Big Biz Show, our television and radio network affiliates, our sponsors, and our hosts are not registered investment advisors, nor are they broker dealers. As a regular part of our programming, we profile selected publicly traded and privately held companies. We make no commitment that the purchase of securities of these companies profiled or otherwise mentioned in our programming are suitable or advisable for any person, or that an investment in such securities will be profitable in general. Given the nature of the companies that are profiled and on air with us and the lack of an active of trading market for their securities. Investing in these companies is highly speculative and carries a high degree of risk. Most of these companies that we profile have provided compensation to Sully Entertainment Group, LLC, Loft 100 Studios, and its hosts for the profile coverage. From time to time, we sell shares of the companies profiled in the open market that we receive as compensation for coverage of client companies, but never sell stock if we're speaking about interviewing or covering a publicly traded company who's paid his compensation. Specific questions on compensation can be obtained by contacting producer at Loft 100 studios.com. Viewers and listeners should verify all claims and conduct their own due diligence before investing in any securities mentioned on this program. Investing in securities is speculative and carries a high degree of risk. We encourage our listeners and viewers to invest carefully and read the investor information available at the websites on the Securities Exchange Commission at sec.gov or the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, FINRA, at finra.org. BigBizShow.com. Russ and mm-hmm. Sully huh. talking about Russ's
3: fave cannabis, a miracle plant that we've been overlooking. That's because our government tried to put it on. You know that. Because everything was cannabis. A confirmation bias? Can... Mark? No. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> Six thousand. Any downside? Years. Any downside? Uh,
2: no. Is the black market the downside? I have to ask you that. Is the black market? Because sometimes there's some industries. Where black market helps actually the real market because it keeps, it's called uh, economic elasticity. Is right. it, it, it mm-hmm. would, would, not for your business necessarily, but for the entire business, uh, especially on the recreational side, is it helped that there is a black market uh, to, to, to at the very least differentiate good
6: versus bad, uh, mm-hmm. consistent versus inconsistent? Yeah. I think the black market's done, you know, everybody, it's not that hard on the street to get cannabis today yeah. in any state that's not even legal. So that's helped to seed the, the the people that and the create the demand for it. So that's happened well, anyways, but right? Isn't that how
2: so how's that drug war going for us? The fact of the <laughs> matter is that we are spending money yeah. right. on this well, right. one, as a drug war, and it's you could
3: make a phone call, I don't make a phone call, well, I'd call well, Russ. It. In a war, there <laughs> are several battles. I'm looking at this as one battle that just might want to go, all right, we're, yeah. we're done with no, this. So right. Let's focus on drugs instead right, yeah. of like cannabis.
6: Like hard drugs. Right. Like right. drugs. Yeah. Yep. No, I totally agree. And, and that's fed it, but the, you know, I talked about it last time. The vape crisis really cleared up between right. the black market and the legal market because the big price was all due to people putting vitamin E into into, uh, cartridges that were illegal and killed people. And cause a lot of problems and it wouldn't pass a legal, the legal that the labs are the biggest thing in the industry the labs are the ones who can test right black market doesn't bypasses them if you have something certified by a lab you can be very confident you pay a premium for it yeah. but it's worth it because the last thing you want to do is lose your life or chew a gummy that's illegal that right. has something in it that you don't want to have if it passes the labs you're gonna be fine
3: and if you're in California and you light up a you know a Girl Scout cookie brand or something like that. And you go to Jersey, you want the same buzz. Yeah. You want it to do the, have the same effect. So like this it. is like so you're basically the Ray Kroc
2: uh, you know, you know, do, do, you know how <laughs> Ray, do, do you know how
3: McDonald's worked out, right? Yeah, he sold uh, shake machines uh, or something like that, didn't he?
2: Well, okay, that's one thing he did. He also uh, probably th- <laughs> I don't know how far back we're going here. I'm just talking to you know yeah, why McDonald's was was popular.
6: Because they sold wheat? I no, know. That. It was consistency. <laughs> oh, I You see, could I get know. a
2: Big Mac here and a Big Mac there, and it would taste the same in two places. True. Right. So, what you're trying to say is I'm a clown.
6: <laughs> he didn't watch the movie, obviously. So, <laughs> yeah. well,
2: Red Croc also owned the San Diego Padres. Yeah, yeah. And Joan Croc was a big phila- philanthropic uh, uh, individual. Uh, individual here yeah. in San Diego. She, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and they lived in San. Diego. They have a lasting That's footprint right. on the city. Yeah, yep. they're very much so. So, talk about your growth drivers for your company. I mean, look at things are going great for you guys. Right. And, and once again, uh, if you want to take a look at the company, it's easy. Go online to Convectium.com. Also, they are publicly traded under the stock symbol JKSM. But talk about what's
6: driving you guys as a business Yeah, the big growth drivers for us today are the new states coming on, which will be big. Canada is now catching up with the marketing. Is that so is that a market for you though? Is that some place It's someplace a big market, yeah. Even even in their mire, even when they're waddling through their own mess. Uh, they're overcapitalized, you know, some of the greenhouses up there are miles yeah. long. Right. They yeah. just right. can't Canada. sustain it. They they spend too much money. It's now catching up. They want to eventually export. So these are still growth drivers. People still need the equipment and to automate in the backside. So um, we think our growth drivers are still state by state as it comes up. We still haven't touched South America yet, Europe. There's very little going on in these places that that's all growth drivers. Yeah. So you're still looking at 11 legal states, 33 medical states here mm-hmm. in the US, Canada just in its infancy. You haven't talked about South America yet. You haven't talked about Europe yet. You haven't talked about other places. So we just want to satisfy our customers yeah. and go, you know, the other big thing is we're focused on the big guys. We don't want to go with the mom and pop guy, that right, right. the multi-state operators, which means they're in many states and the Crescos of the world, the Cure Leafs, those guys are in, 10, 15 states. Those are the guys you want to, and they have to mimic their infrastructure in yeah. every state. Yeah. Those are the guys you want to go grow, grow with.
3: Will there be that kind of a Medi shop where it is a mom and pop and that's the cool thing about it that, you know, my, my son is in back rolling joints for you right now. And <laughs> what you know, does what that matter? Well, I'm just saying that some people like that, uh, you know, a uh, small business feel rather than a med men or something yeah. going in. I, its, I, oh, you man. know <laughs> playing, speaking about buying a few Volkswagen uh, vans? Yeah, let's look into Mexico. Yeah. How are we, Cabo on Luis? That's hey, a
2: whole a, different
6: thing. I'm talking about
2: infrastructure because California did not have the infrastructure. (laughs) when when, When we voted... Uh, here in California to legalize recreational marijuana, we didn't have the infrastructure, even in as much as packaging, child-safe packaging, right. uh, advertising, uh, best practices for for uh, manufacturing, even a manufacturing supply chain. That is a bigger piece of this, isn't it? Is that the infrastructure
6: just isn't there? It's, it's a huge piece, and, and what had they keep the change of laws so people no. have a customized way of doing things, and the child-resistant stuff comes in right. every six months is something new. They now have to put it on the vape anyway. They have to put a CA brand on it that's yeah, legalized right, right. goes through. So. Everything, it changes quite a bit and you have to be nimble Mm -hmm. and be able to work with your your customers to be able to package correctly. And it's gonna change all the time. Shower resistance is now huge. The last thing anybody wants is, a, yeah. you know an eight-year-old getting into whatever type of yeah, cannabis substance you have. Yeah, the whole candy edible
3: and, and the way it looks like an Oreo cookie it and all looks that. looks like but gummies. Well, and they're yeah. called Oreo cookies, Russ.
2: Oh, yeah. Maybe well, that's well,
6: where uh, we start. Brownies and gummies and everything else. Yeah, yeah. Mark,
2: I can't wait to have you come in again. I can't believe we get to talk about the company and about the industry. It seems that we rarely right. get to do that. Awesome. All right, thanks so awesome. much. Fun. Mark, you, Adam. Adam. Yeah, thank you. Convectium. JKSM is our social yeah, There's a website right there, convectium.com. All right, Jared Coleman is our director. Curtis Mann is our assistant director. Molly, the Tamale, is our floor director. Action Jackson's running the jib camera. Oliver Dillard is our assistant technical director, and uh, Mandy, the Millionaire Mattel, same family, is our intern. Mm-hmm. Right this up to her. She's got big dough. Okay, but it's fake Monopoly money. <laughs> Mike Larson (laughs) put this whole place together as our engineer Russ is funny.com because oh god Russ is fat and bald.com that's right (laughs) catch me everywhere at Sully Speaks and Sully on there BigBizShow BigBizShow.com we go to loft100studios hire our studio out Russ needs
0: extra work say goodbye